A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. What a win tonight for Rochester Adams. They win big at home this evening over West Bloomfield. The final in that game tonight was Rochester Adams 35, West Bloomfield 18. Here to talk about that, Tony Petrito, the head coach of Rochester Adams. Coach, congratulations on a thrilling victory this evening. How did you guys get it done tonight? Uh, thanks, Doff. Um, you know, it was a great team effort. The, uh, the, we didn't play four full quarters. We were pretty close. Um, we scored in five straight possessions um, to get the 35 points. You know, Parker Pico was amazing, as always. Brady Priestcorn had two touchdowns. Nick Patera had a touchdown. Um, and one of our fullbacks, Tanner Buck, had a touchdown. So there was good balance in the offense between run and pass. And the defense kept those guys in check. They were a really, really gifted offense with some really explosive players. And really proud of Coach McFarland and our staff for putting our guys in a good spot and keeping them contained. I got to talk to you about Tanner Buck because he's not a guy that we get to talk to about very often. But the play that he scored, it was on fourth down, fourth and one on their 12-yard line. You're already up 14-7. to seven. What did you see on the sidelines at that moment that said, let's go for it, let's do it on fourth and one, see what we can uh, accomplish on this play? Well, I went for it on, on fourth and one from our own 29 later in the game, so I, I like to go for it on fourth down. But believe it or not, Rock Orsini, our, our right guard, it told me that he thought that play would work based on how the guy in front of him was pinching on the previous several plays. So he basically called the play. He convinced me that it was a good idea. So I'm taking zero credit. I'm going to give it all to Rocco Orsini. Man, you know what? You should buy a lottery ticket or take that guy with you the next time that you got a bet to make because this guy clearly knows what he's talking about. He knows how to play the odds and win. What a great call. And what does that say about the communication between the two of you that you're willing to trust uh, one of your guys to make that determination and let him roll the dice? And we talked many times over the last couple of years about chemistry and Rocco has been part of that for several years now. And I trust him and I, and I trust him to be selfless. And it wasn't about him. It was about what he thought would really, really work. So yeah, you know, I, he deserves all the credit, man. It's, it was just a, just, it's a great thing to be around kids that are so into it that they're willing to, to tell me what is best. I'm all about letting you talk about your kids. What can you tell me about Rocco? Well, Rocco has been a two-way starter for two years. He played varsity as a sophomore. Um, just got a massive heart. Um, and he's been a really, really consistent player for us in both phases, both offense and defense. And he's a hitter, and he plays with great passion. And he's got a great personality. Like, he's the guy that probably rides me second most on the team behind Tate Pico in terms of making fun of the old coach. And our <laughs> team needs that. So, to be honest, um, I really, really love and appreciate Rocco for that. Like he knows now at this point, after all these time, all these days together, he can come at me a little bit to loosen up the team. And, and I think it's really special. Speaking of Tate Pico, I was watching some of the highlights of this game on Twitter. People were posting some of the big plays from this one. Tate had a blocked field goal in the second half. And man, was he ever pumped as he headed back to the <laughs> sidelines. I loved seeing that. How thrilled were you for him and your special teams unit tonight? 
Yeah, listen, it's really, really important to beat a team like that to be successful in all three phases. We talked about that last Friday. Uh, the block field goal was huge. Timco was great again, getting all those kicks in the end zone because they're dangerous, dangerous kick returners. You know, um, you know, he made all of his extra points. So yeah, the, the, that play was really, really big in terms of momentum. Just talking about the team that you beat tonight, West Bloomfield, they came in with so much momentum. They they beat Stevenson to start the year by 40, and then they were coming off that thrilling win over Clarkston last week. What were some of your impressions of this Lakers team? Well, I was very impressed. How about that with my impression? Um, <laughs> they have, you know, I mean, if you think about it, um, they have more four-star guys in their lineup than maybe we've had in the last 10 years. So it's like, it's really challenging play against that kind of talent um but also collectively we always talk about great teams be great players any day of the week and that's always been our conversation at adams and so when you watch them on film they're just dominating i mean the receiver's one of the best in the state if not the best the quarterback's incredibly elusive he extends plays he's a good runner and he's got a really really good arm running back going to grand valley you know defensive end going to notre dame the offensive tackle going to michigan like it's like they have a inside linebacker that transferred back from IMG that's a really good player. It's like, and they come in with confidence and swag. Like at our media day, at our conference, they basically said we're taking everybody down. So we knew they were going to be angry from last year and confident, and we had to walk in the room and there should be no dialogue. We told our kids there should be nothing. You're going to go to work. And that's what we decided to do. And obviously that approach won out tonight. But did you have to have that in the back of your mind that uh, they were coming into your place looking to do what you guys did to them last year? 100%. And and to be honest, I knew last year going into week one, they were probably not – I don't think they were as mentally ready to play as we were week one, which is why the game went the way it did. Um, We completely dominated that game, 22 first downs to two. You know, it was never really in question. The second game, they came ready. And there was a different team the second time we played them. And we knew after last year's game that, you know, they had seen us so often that what we do offensively was they had kind of understood our rhythm a little bit. It was going to be a really big challenge. Like we had to be, we had to add some wrinkles. We had to do things a little bit different because when they're amped up and they're teed up and they're coming downhill, it's tough. So, yeah, I was incredibly impressed with them on film. They're very, very talented. And I was just really happy that the kids, you know, they were, I told them after the game, I appreciated their courage and I appreciate how much they put into this game and believed in each other. Total team effort tonight. And what does a win like this do for your guys moving forward? Well, it, it doesn't do as much as people think. Like I, I always say goofy things that probably people think I'm nuts, but you can't be too high or too low after any game because the season's, too long and in terms of your goals but it's also too short because if you if we revel in this too long we're gonna be getting beat next week so at the end of the day it's great feel good about yourself you did what we asked you to do you should have great pride in the fact you beat you know the number two team in the state of michigan but it doesn't do anything to help you when the ball's kicked off next friday so that's the talk like okay we're not going to get too high here we're going to do our job we're going to get after it and get ready to play next friday Listen, my friend, I have always appreciated all the things that you say and uh, the things that you share with me, so much so that I've already started my Christmas shopping this year. I was just talking to Brady Beaton on the show because he covered the Marysville Marine City game. I used to live in Marine City before I moved out here to Oakland County. So when I was looking for gifts for my best friend, I got him a Marine City shirt. And last week he texted me and said, I still got the shirt. It feels like a Marine City kind of day. 
Well, my wife and I were talking. He said, you know, we need to update that shirt. And I've made the decision that I'm going to get him a Rochester Adams shirt just because of all the support that you guys have given to this podcast over the last few years. I love it. That's great. Yeah. And one of these days I got to get him up here so he can experience how awesome Naps Donuts is and, and to experience the town of Rochester, especially at Christmas time, because that's one of his favorite times of year. He makes Christmas movies. That's what he does. He's a filmmaker. He needs to experience Rochester at Christmas time because there's nothing like it. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I love it. But as far as you guys go, you are in a crowded field right now in the OA Red. Lots of teams are now 2-1. and one. Some, some of you guys have taken the other team's best shots. You've all suffered a, a loss here and there. But you know what? It's just back to work next week. And you guys got Oxford next week. Now, the Wildcats have not started off the way that uh, a lot of people had hoped they would or even what they expected to do out in Oxford. But you can't take that for granted because that's what happened last season. And then you had to play them in the district finals and you got their best shot. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again this year. So what are some things you guys got to do to be prepared when you take on the Wildcats? Well, for us, it's a huge challenge because some of the assistant coaches at Oxford are some of my best friends that coach with me for many, many years. So they know me probably better than I know myself in terms of offense. So that last year was a huge issue for, for me and for us playing against my good friends that know me so well. Um, so that's one challenge. And two, I've never played an Oxford team that wasn't really, really tough. Like those kids, you know, I, I think about a Rusko's mentality and they have that as a football team. We know that they're going to just be absolute grinders. So we got to be at our best to have, be successful. Would you like to hear more coverage of Rochester Adams football? Then go to my website, aduffsaid.com. Over the last year, head coach Tony Petrito and I have had some great conversations. We talked many times last season as his Highlanders made it all the way to the state finals, and you can hear those conversations at aduffsaid.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. Just look for my page, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can find me on Twitter. Just look up Duff Tyler. Be sure to listen to my high school football show every Friday night on the Podbean app. The show kicks off Friday nights at 9.30, and you can find that only on Podbean. You can also look up previous episodes and segments of A Duff Said by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.